0: Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. Action now. Your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. All right. So I want to welcome everyone to this week's installment of Your Life, Your Purpose. As always, this is your host. Brandon Allen, and I am excited to bring you another great show this week. So we've been talking a lot about management. Uh, I've talked about management philosophy uh, and and other aspects of management. And today I want to talk about just something really simple with regards to management. And I want to stay in the management phase before we move out of this in my podcast for a little bit. And it's a distinction that I think is so powerful as a manager, yet we forget or sometimes we're just ignorant to uh, how to make the proper distinction when we reference our team. And to cut through the suspense, because I know you're waiting on the edge of your seat and you're waiting for me to tell you what that distinction is. It's it's really the distinction of how we position our team. And and so the question I have for you is: Does your does your team work with you, or does your team work for you? And how do you position that? And I'm really amazed when I work with high performers in their business, performers who are doing really well as business owners, they've got a profitable business and they've got a team that's really engaged in the game plan and they're working diligently towards the objectives of the business. I always notice that the business owner talks about those people in a different manner. And so when they introduce their team members to me, they say, hey, this is so-and-so that works with me this is so-and-so who works with me. And a lot of times when I work with lower achievers, and not to say all the time, but those people will say things like, this person works for me, or this is my employee, or they'll make that distinction right away to let you know that, hey, I'm the boss, this person is the subordinate, and that's how it works here in our organization. And so that's a you know that's a tricky distinction because it's easy to say look this person works for me, um, rather than saying that this person works with me. Sometimes it's pride that gets in the way. Sometimes it's just uh, you know that's just how you've always done it, and so or that's how you've been how how it's been modeled for you in your leadership relationships that you've had with mentors in the past, and so. I want you to think a lot about today about how you position your team and there's a couple of specific reasons why how you position your team is important. So if your team really thinks that they're with you and that see so there's two distinctions here. The first one is when someone works with you, they work side by side, right? When someone works for you, a lot of times that 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 creates an adversarial position. That's someone where, you know, we're sitting across the table and you're you're on the other side of the table and it becomes a battle of the wills. It's it's me against you. And in a leadership position or in a management position, I don't want it to become adversarial. I don't want someone to think that it's me against you. And it's a battle of the wits. It's kind of like spy versus spy, if you remember Mad Magazine and the spy versus spy comics. And you know, I don't want the management relationship to be spy versus spy. I don't want it to be me against you us trying to outwit each other, me trying to figure out how to be smarter as a manager to get you to do things, and you trying to outwit me to do as little as you possibly can to get your job done. And so I want to create that environment of working with that person. And so when we think about confrontation, confrontation is a big area when we talk about working with or for. So when I confront someone, the important distinction to make for me is that, look, we're working together for a solution and I'm working with you in this. I'm not owning your problem because your problem is your problem. If you're an underperforming employee, you need to own the problem. That's your problem and you need to take that. Um, I, if I take that problem on, then I, then I, then I it loses all the power and that person will never take ownership of the situation. But I do want that confrontation situation not to be me against you but us working together for a solution but if you position your team as it with instead of for it's a lot easier to confront that person in a way that where it appears like look I'm walking alongside you with this problem and we're going to we're in this together versus hey you're really a screw up you're doing wrong um you better do x y and z by next week or i'm going to fire you um, and that's a very common management scenario. People get that all the time in their jobs where they get someone who comes in and just they, they tell them, hey, this is what you need to do. You better go do it or you're out. Um, but I, but empowering people and really creating that management scenario where, where you've got people who are engaged at a deeper level, they have leaders that are walking with them. And when they confront, it's about working together for a solution, not uh, me telling you what needs to be done and, and, and me asserting my authority over you in that process. So uh, another concept to really think about, and this is, uh, this is something that I haven't talked about in a long time, but uh, there's two types of paradigms in the world. There's the producer paradigm and a producer is someone who thinks about win-win it's about cooperation. It's about, um, abundance. It's about, um, education it's about uh doing things for yourself really empowering yourself to do things versus the consumer condition and the consumer condition is all about scarcity fear doubt worry uh a finite amount of resources. There's, you know, if I'm successful, someone else has to lose. It's competition, right? It's always a zero sum game. If I win, you lose, that type of thing. And we fall into that with management, right? If the employee wins, then that means the manager loses, right? Sometimes we think like that as managers, where, or if if the manager wins, that means the employee loses. Well, this whole condition, uh, you know, managing in the producer paradigm is all about empowerment versus control. And what I want to do with my team is I want to empower them to do the things that they're capable of doing. I want to empower them to work in their strengths. I want to empower them to recognize their weaknesses, to speak openly about their failure. And I want to empower them to make mistakes so that they can learn from them and learn the best way to do the things that they do and figure out how to do that using their strengths and abilities. In the consumer condition, it's all about control, right? How can I force you? How can I restrict? How can I, you know, this is the this is the micromanagement situation. And I'm not saying that there aren't times where people need to be micromanaged because there are, but by and large, that should not be your philosophy. I mean, that any kind of micromanagement should be for the select few people that you're really trying to work with on a specific issue, but. When we when we work in the when we operate out of the consumer condition, it's all about scarcity. It's all about fear. What if my what if I don't if I don't do something or if I don't relegate to my team, they're not going to do things. And um, my team's always trying to screw me over, and they just don't care. Like the, that thought process is very consumer oriented. It, it, it's all about me. But as a servant leader, I want to empower people to really do their best work. And and I love that book Drive by Daniel Pink, and it talks about the three top things that people, that really drive and motivate people. And and the first one is purpose. They want to work with a purpose. The second one is mastery. And the third one is autonomy. Uh, Maybe not in that specific order, but uh, think about that. Purpose, autonomy, and mastery. What could you do to create more autonomy, purpose and mastery in your business. And, and and you can't do that if it's all about control, if it's all about trying to get people to do things. But when we empower them, we're giving them a certain level of autonomy and we're allowing them to get better and improve because it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to try new things within the boundaries that we set from delegation. So think about that in your own management style. Think about that as a leader. How good are you at positioning them, positioning your team as someone who works with you versus someone that works for you. How do you position them? Um, Because that's really powerful. Someone who's really humiliated, who has a certain level of humility and self-awareness is is not afraid to say that someone works with them. But I know, and and I can say this from my own past, I've, there's been times where my ego has been so large and so big as a leader that I couldn't. I, I couldn't get past myself, and so people always worked for me. And I. I really wanted to play up the fact that oh, this person is my is my subordinate, and I. I and I really wanted to talk that up. A lot of that was because of my own pride my own uh, my own self-image, uh, my own uh, lack of self-worth and all those things got in the way of me really empowering my team because I felt like I had to be a bigger person than I really needed to be in the situation in the moment. And so I made all those management situations about me versus about versus about my team and how I can help them get better. So think about how you position your team. Do they work with you? Do they work for you? Are they adversaries or are they truly teammates where you walk together to get things done? So think about how that looks in your own business, in your own job, and, and think about how you can do that better going forward so that you can really build lasting impact in relationships with your team. I want to thank you for listening to this week's podcast. This is Brandon Allen. For Your Life, Your Purpose, and com. I'm signing off. Have a great week.